Hey guys, it's been a while. I'm so happy to be back. I'm gonna be honest, I know that I took a little break, but I needed this break during the holidays, okay? Yep, you heard me, a break. Usually I either travel during the holidays or I'll have like a crazy schedule between going to visit family, cooking, making cookies, hosting parties, going to parties, and even, you know, usually the, during the holidays, I have some clients from out of town, so my schedule is usually really crazy, even when I'm traveling, because usually when I travel, I'll only do like, I'll travel either for Christmas or for New Year's, but never both, because I have so much work to do here. But this year, I just said, fuck it. Like, I needed to be relaxed. I needed to be on a couch. I really, really needed to chill. I needed to take it easy. And even if I wanted to work and be on my grind, everybody in Miami was, like, either not answering their phone or emails, realtors, you know, their whenever I would call them, it would go directly to voicemail. So I think that everyone took a break, and it was well needed. It was amazing. But I'm back. We all need a break. I needed a break from work, from the podcast, from drama, from a lot of things. A lot had been going on in my life and I just needed to take the time to refocus. Okay, so what happened between the last episode and now? I'm pretty sure you guys are all wondering. So guys, first thing that happened, I turned 32 years old. I know, right? What the hell? I don't know how time flew. I still can't believe that I'm this age. And to be honest, it's really funny because most people think that I look younger than my age. It's a blessing and a curse because when it comes to business, I always have to kind of you know, remind people that I'm not 22 and that I know what I'm talking about, that I have experience. But anyways, I do have to admit that 32 is a pretty good age. I remember when I turned 30, I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm not, you know, when, when you're younger and you think about being 30 years old, you think of like, I don't know, maybe being married, having kids, your career booming. You think that, you know, a bunch of different things for your life. But then things don't always go as planned. So I remember when I turned 30, I cried because I was like freaking out. I'm like, wow, I'm really not where I wanted to be. But I got over that really quickly because I do see, I did see some people that had quote unquote the perfect life that I wanted and it wasn't that so that perfect. You know, I do have to count my blessings and I'm grateful for everything that I've been through, even though it's not exactly how I imagined it. I'm just really happy to be where I am. I'm happy to have a daughter. I'm happy to, you know, just to have the life that I have right now. So 32 is a pretty good age, especially after getting over the whole 30s blues, because people take you more seriously. But at the same time, you're like not too old to have fun. Do you see what I mean? It's like, you don't look like the mom that's out. Like you can still go out, turn up, drink, and it, it looks normal. Um, it's pretty cool. So at 32, my health is one of the most important things to me. Like I work out not only because I want to look like JLo when I'm her age. You know, how old is she now? What, like a hundred, she's what? Like a hundred years old now and she hasn't aged since in living color. But I work out because I want to be healthy. I choose to take vitamins. I choose healthier options to eat. I choose to meditate. I choose to wake up early to start my day to be in a better mood. I know myself now. I know what works, what doesn't work for me. I know how shitty I will, I'm going to feel after drinking too much and not drinking water or eating food after going out. I know 
Now I know to trust my instinct on people, transactions, and vibes. At 32 years old, I know that every time I had a bad vibe about something, 99.99999% of the time, I was absolutely right. It's absolutely nuts. It's absolutely insane. It's been like that with friends, with relationships, with business deals. Like, let's say I would do a deal and I had a feeling something was going wrong or that it wouldn't close or not that I would call it or put it out in the universe, just the way things were going, the vibe I was getting. I'm like, okay, this is not a good thing. And I'm always right. My biggest realization at 32 years old, nobody can love me if I don't love myself. And in terms of love, although I'm still a bit skeptical about it and about relationships, I am working on it. Um, If you guys didn't know, I see a therapist every single week. It's been like that for for a while now. And, you know, I'm working on it because I'm so skeptical. It's kind of like blocked me in a lot of things. But anyways, so deep down inside, I know I still believe in marriage. I still believe in love and I do want it one day. I'm not sure when. I'm not sure how. But one day I want it. Something that I need to work on. But loving myself is the most important thing. So enough rah-rah. I'm done with this. I'm 32. I'm healthy. I'm beyond blessed. It's great. I had a really, really fun birthday, by the way. If you follow me on Instagram, uh, I went out to eat with friends. And then after that, um, we went to this bar called 1-800-LUCKY. Like I had so much fun. It was probably one of the best birthdays that I've had. Honestly, it was super last minute. The food was great. And when we went out, there was no pretension. There was no like popping bottles, trying to be like impressing other people. We just went to a cool bar where you could be more relaxed with amazing music. We had so much fun. Thank you to everyone who came, by the way. So another thing that happened, I realized I had my best year ever at work in terms of sales. I doubled my production from the year before. And at the same time, it was my worst year in terms of money management. What the fuck? You're probably wondering what the fuck. I'm wondering what the fuck too. I don't know what the hell I did. Oh no, actually I do know what I did wrong. Um, I did talk about it in one of my past episodes that I really need to do Financial Peace University again because I really need to get my shit together financially. Um, I don't even, basically, I don't even want to talk about it too much right now. It's so embarrassing. I'll be consulting a financial advisor, taking Financial Peace University again in order to get my shit together. So I'm listening to the Dave Ramsey podcast. I'm reading books, but at the end of the day, you can read all the books, listen to all the podcasts, take all the classes. If you don't make actual changes nothing's going to change. So honestly, I've already started it. I've already started to be more careful with my money, to budget better, to look at, to actually look at my budget, not to just make it and just, you know, toss it somewhere and never look at it and just hope it all adds up in the end of the month. I need to get my shit together and I'm taking action for it this year. So number three, this one's really funny. You guys have probably seen it on social media, but I got my daughter a dog for Christmas. I'm laughing because I've always wanted a dog ever since I moved to Miami. But being a single mom and having a child, I'm like, I'm not ready to have another child. Because basically having a dog is like having a child who doesn't age. So I wasn't ready yet. But my daughter is what? She's going to be five very soon. So I thought it was the time was right. Okay. So 
I've been wanting a dog for a while. Now she's old enough. I didn't want to take care of two babies. So, you know, my idea of getting a dog was I wanted to get it to my daughter as a Christmas gift. So, yeah, it was a Christmas gift for her. It was also a Christmas gift for myself because I love dogs. So on December 21st, I drove all the way to Tampa, guys. It was like a four-hour drive. So we went to Tampa to get the cutest, nicest, sweetest dog ever. So she's a cockapoo, which is a mix of a cocker spaniel and a poodle. So I originally wanted a golden doodle or a labradoodle, you know, just because they're so cute. If you follow gold, what is it like golden doodles of Instagram? Like you'll become obsessed with golden doodles. They're so cute. But I didn't want to pay like $3,000 for a dog. Okay. Nope. A cockapoo was just as cute and hypoallergenic, which is really important for me because although we already have a cat, I am actually like a little, I have a bit of allergies. I'm a little bit allergic to my cat. Uh, not too much. I guess I got used to it, but I just didn't want to get like a dog that lost a lot of hair and that could just make my allergies worst. Plus, I didn't want to have to vacuum more than I already do. So uh, the cockapoo, the reason I chose that, I almost said that brand. Oh my God, Lord, forgive me. The reason I got that breed mix is because they're known to be really awesome with kids. So thankfully, uh, the way that I did it, Eva, my daughter, she was with her grandparents until Christmas Eve. She was with her dad too. So it was really easy to hide the dog from her on Christmas morning. I had her sleep over at my dad's house with my sister. So she came Christmas morning. She was so happy. It's the first time that I see my daughter crying of joy. So I actually have a video for it. I'll put the link of the video in my show notes. It's on my personal Instagram page. Wow, it was such a blessing. The dog is really an awesome dog. Honestly, she's been amazing up to now. She was already potty trained when we got her. She's super sweet. She's affectionate. And, you know, even though she was already potty trained, she did have a couple of accidents inside the house. But once you teach her no and you show her like most of the time, like 95% of the time she goes outside to do everything. She's excited, but she's super calm at the same time, which is really perfect. Eva's obsessed. Um, Eva loves the dog so much. I love the dog so much too. I love taking the dog to the office, you know, again, yay for compass, my office. My office is pet friendly, kid friendly. It's great. I can just take my dog to the office anytime. I love walking around in Coconut Grove with the dog and with Eva. And actually, Coconut Grove is my favorite neighborhood in Miami. I'll talk about it more maybe on another episode on why I love it so much. But yep, we have a dog now. We're now our family of four and me, Eva, our cat Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, no, that's not really his name, but we just called him Leo. And our dog, we named her Annabelle or Bella. So follow her on Instagram. She actually has a, an Instagram because she's too cute. Her Instagram is Annabelle Cockapoo. So Annabelle with two N's and two L's. Another thing that I did, and this is probably my favorite thing to talk about, I hosted an amazing last minute vision board brunch on January 30th. So last year I had a vision board party and it was really successful, not just because the brunch was amazing, you guys know I love food, so it wasn't just the food, but really because we all saw our dreams come to reality. So I had to do it again this year. And when I say we, 
It's just, you know, I had a small group of people at my house just like last year. We had champagne, we had brunch, meats, cheeses, and we discussed our past year and future goals. So it can be a little bit intimidating to get vulnerable, but at the same time, I feel like there was an amazing sense of community because we could relate, we could you know, it was a bit emotional. We, we talked about what worked, what didn't work, what we're trying to work on and why we have certain dreams or more. And the good thing about talking about it with other people is that just by talking about it, it's like other people can now hold you accountable to your dreams, if you know what I mean. So it was beautiful. It was inspiring. It was encouraging. Each person created their vision for 2019. You know, everyone brought magazines. We cut out things. Uh, some people like, well, I know I did. And other people had already printed out a couple of things from the computer to be more specific. So, you know, we each created our vision for 2019. And because I've witnessed the power of thought and the power of visualization, I know that amazing things are going to happen for all of us this year. So P.S., I did speak about visualization in a recent episode when I talk about my morning routine and what I do for the Miracle Morning. And one of the things I do is that in the morning when I wake up, I stand in front of my board, I look at it, I close my eyes, and I imagine that all the things on it have already happened. So if you don't have a vision board, you don't have to have like a vision board party to you know, to create your vision board. You can do it at home. Some people that came to the party, uh, when they realized that others had, you know, cut, printed out some specific things for the vision board, they only did, let's say, half of their vision board and then completed it later on or like on another day. My sister, for example, she finished it, I think, the next day. So you can do it alone at home. It doesn't have to be a big board. It can be a small board. You know, you make it however you want it as long as you put your goals on it. I swear to God, guys, it works. If I can tell you some of the things that happened from just the vision board party from last year, we actually had a group chat. So whenever something would happen or when we would be close to something happening on that vision board, we would talk about it. Another thing that the vision board did for me uh, from last year, it also made me realize some things I didn't want. Like there's a few things I had put on my vision board that as the year went by, I realized, you know what? I don't really want that. Like I remember putting like a Mercedes G wagon. And then as the year went by and I worked more and I was, you know, seeing other cars, I'm like, I actually don't want a G wagon. I actually want a Tesla. Like it's nice that I had put the G wagon on there. But you know what? It's not the car that I want. Well, not for now. So it made me realize what I didn't want, for example. So yeah, that was the vision board party. You should do a vision board. It was great. I encourage everyone to do it no matter what age you are. So finally, for New Year's, a lot of people ask me, what did you do for New Year's? Did you party? Blah, blah, blah. You guys know how my Christmas went with the, with the dog. But I spent New Year's Eve in church and spent the first day of 2019 hungover. Great. Amazing, right? <laughs> Let me go back to New Year's Eve. So yeah, church was amazing. Um, I usually go to a non-denominational church. Sorry. I usually go to a non-denominational church. But when it comes to New Year's or really when I want to feel the message or when I want it to be deeper, I go to a Baptist church with the choir. It's just deeper for me. You know, I don't necessarily want that every single week but for new year's eve i definitely wanted that so i was blessed i realized that on a personal level i need to spend the midnight time in prayer or in meditation for my year to go well maybe i'm just being superstitious who knows but 
the years that I spent like at a party at midnight, always my year always turned to shit. I can't even pretend like it didn't. I need to be, even if I'm at a party, like I'm just even thinking about next year, let's say I end up somewhere like traveling around a party. I need to be, midnight I at least need to be in prayer, like just closing my eyes and thanking God and just just being in prayer and in, in meditation. That's just me. And like I said before, you know, I'm 32. I know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Okay. And what works for me is spending the new year this way. That's all. So after that, I went to my dad's, you know, we had champagne, we had Dom Perignon, good, you know, you have to open the good champagne for a new year, more prayer with my family. And then I went to party. Okay. Guys, don't worry. Don't worry about me. I took an Uber. Thank God for Uber. I don't know what I would do without it. But I had forgotten how Dom Perignon hits you. I had two full glasses of champagne and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm okay. You know, Dom Perignon or any types of bubbly or champagne or Prosecco, whatever, it'll mess with your liver, guys. I know it. I know it, it messes with my liver. I was like, oh, I'm fine. You know, just two glasses. Psych. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I had a few cocktails afterwards, which was a bad idea. But I had a blast. I had a lot of fun. We went to a house party. It was, I just, I just had a blast. It was just the next morning that I was in agony and pain. And then, you know, I had water, I had my Advil, and then I felt better around noon, just in time for the Subjumu, which is a Haitian tradition. So Haitians, we celebrate January 1st, which is our Independence Day by eating this soup that's amazing. It's a squash, it's like a squash puree soup with carrots, pasta, meat, um, potatoes. There's like so much stuff in it. It's so hearty. It tastes amazing. We, you know, we eat it every January 1st. So usually how people do it, like let's say I don't do it at my house. I'll just go to like different people's houses to have it and we eat it with bread and you know, we drink wine, we want water, we spend time with family. It's a tradition all around the world for Haitians, no matter where Haitians live, whether they live in Paris and Montreal or whatnot, everyone does it. It was really great. And the good thing about it is wherever you go to have it, they always make too much of it because it's, you know, Haitian people always make too, Carol, Caribbean people in general always make way too much food. So the good thing is, is that you can always bring a Tupperware and bring some back home and then have it as a leftover either later or the day after. So yep, these are the main things that happened between the last podcast episode, which were my networking tips. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, by the way. I think it was a good episode. And now, you know, now we are January 8th. I'm recording this podcast. The year has already started. So my wins of the week, business-wise, I got into a new business coaching program with somebody called Tom Ferry, which is one of the best in the industry. So, so I think I had told you guys before, I'm not sure if I did, but if I didn't, uh, Compass is the real estate company I work for. I am an independent contractor, but um, you do have to be under a company, well, at least here in Florida. So Compass is the company that I work with and they're amazing. They always want their agents to invest in their business. So... Uh, they actually help the agents invest by giving them a something called the Agent Betterment Fund. So it's basically money to help us invest back into our business, whether it's for coaching, marketing, or whatnot. So I use that money 
to join the highest level of coaching. So I know it's going to help my business. Some of the best realtors that I've met, uh, even in LA or even all around the US, they get coached by Tom Ferry. So I'm really excited to, to begin because I really do want to take my business to the next level. I have huge goals this year, as I always do each year, but this year is unbelievable. Um, and I do believe in coaching. So I you know, I need to be held accountable because if I'm not held account- accountable, I don't do anything. I don't work the way I'm supposed to work. That's just me. That's how I am. So I'm just really excited for that. So my win of the week personally, um, I have a new training program by this girl named Victoria Cult. She's in Montreal, but she does programs for people all around the world. She does them online. So she did send me a meal prepping program and I actually started doing it and meal planning slash meal prepping is going really, really well. And it's saving me a lot of fucking time. Like at lunch, I don't have to, well, it's not just saving me time. It's also saving me money because for lunch, I would just usually wing it and just go somewhere and grab something. But now I already have my lunches prepared and they're actually really good because I made, I was winging it before. I don't know how I live this way. Um, I don't know how I lived before meal prepping my lunches, to be honest with you. Come on. Like it, it's been a life changer, a game changer. Love it. So I've been meal prepping. It's been working. I'm really happy. Now what I need to work on. So business wise, you know what? Like I had written just one thing, but with what happened to me recently, I'm going to add another thing. So business wise, I have to work on getting the courage to deliver bad news. I mean, getting to it, getting over it instead of avoiding it. You know what? It happens to the best of us. I do it too. I'm so sorry. Whenever I have bad news, it might take me like a day to deliver the news because I'm just like preparing so much and I'm freaking out. So yeah, I need to work on that because it's just whether I deliver it today or tomorrow, usually it doesn't change anything. So another thing I need to work on, um, I actually, for the first time in my career, got... Uh, insulted by another realtor who didn't get her way. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but the realtor was in the wrong and I just let her know what the procedure was as per the contract that was signed. And instead of, you know, her maybe taking a step back, she proceeded to start insulting me. She called me the B word. She called me nasty. She called me a bunch of names. And uh, the moment that it's never happened to me, this is actually has never happened to me in my whole entire career. Uh, whether it comes to real estate, whether it comes to mortgages, when I used to work in banking, I've never had anybody um, insult me. Even I've had fights with other people. We've had disagreements, but I've never had anyone call me names, you know? And of course, the moment that it happened, I was really upset. But one thing that I have to work on, I always have to remember, you know, there's a book called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is what others do is not because of you. So let me actually read you what the agreement is. So the second agreement um, of the four agreements, it's don't take anything personally. So that means nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you're immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So all that to say that being insulted by by this realtor brought me back to one of the best books I've ever read in my whole life. And it actually made me feel bad for her. I said, you know, it sucks to, to be the type of person that in a professional setting, when things don't go your way, instead of looking for solutions for your clients whom you're representing and trying to to work with the other person, your first resort is to find insults and to be frustrated and to let emotions run 
run over you and to let emotions take over you, you know? It's very sad, you know? This person must be very, very sad, must be very miserable, must not have had a very nice life. So I actually will pray for her because I really feel bad for her and I really hope that God can help her and clear her path and open her eyes and give her, and bring joy into your into her life. You see what I mean? And it took me a long time to get to the point in my life where when people hurt me, I pray for them. So yeah, that was a lot of work and I really do pray for this lady. I hope that she can find peace because Jesus fucking Christ, she needs to calm down. And I feel bad for anyone who's in her life on a constant basis because for me, once the transaction's over, I'm never going to have to deal with her again. You know what I mean? I feel bad for people to have to deal with her on a constant basis and I hope she can become better so that she doesn't affect other people's lives. Because not everyone has the peace that I have, right? Some people will tell her off or maybe be violent. Like she might get into a lot of trouble because of that attitude. So, yep. Four agreements, highly suggested. So personally, another thing I need to work on is, again, time management. Um, I've Because of the holidays, you know, I told you that I relaxed a lot. I've been keeping things until the last minute and I didn't wake up early anymore. Um, So keeping things until the last minute has not worked for me. I don't know for whom it has worked, actually. So I'm using the five-second rule again. Thank you, Mel Robbins. So it's been great even to get out of bed. So the five-second rule is you just going five, four, three, two, one, and just doing what you have to do without thinking. So yeah, I use it to get out of bed. I use it to do dishes when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm looking at the dishes from my couch. And I'm like, oh, well, they're going to, you know, the dishes are just going to put themselves in the dishwasher, right? No, I'm just like five, four, three, two, one just, you know, let's just just go do the dishes. So, and as usual, thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate each and every single one of you. If you guys like the podcast, please give it a five star on iTunes. I really, really appreciate all the reviews, all the love, share it with other people. And don't forget to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook, Moms on the Grind. So you guys can also email me if you have any episode suggestions. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day, evening, week, whenever you're listening. Love you all. Bye.